hello everyone welcome along to another episode of championship drill we are on a transfer deadline day recording this by the time it goes out all the deals will have been done but there's not been very many deals around the championship so before we go into the weekend games we might as well talk briefly about them yeah um met the busiest team they've signed newcastle goalkeeper freddie woodman they've signed matt phillips yeah. from liverpool and it looks like they're going to try and sign Kiefer Moore as well from Cardiff. Yeah. Did the Dembele deal go through as well? Did they try to buy Dembele off Peterborough? Um, not yet, no. Okay. So far, it's only Woodman and Phillips that have joined them, but there's talk, like you said, of a couple of others. So maybe by the time this goes out, they'll have got one or two. And also Tom, Cant- Tom Cantwell is going there as well. Cantwell as well, if, if all goes through, will also join them. Initially on loan with an option to buy. Yeah. Uh, this is... This sounds of desperation to me because, like, as we've we've talked about before, they've two wins and nine. Yeah, two wins and nine. They're only a point outside the playoffs with a game in hand, yeah. or a point outside automatic promotion, rather, yeah. with a game in hand. But it seems like they're really, this is it, and they are in trouble if they don't go up this season. Yeah, yeah, I think so, yeah. I, I'm absolutely shocked at that Phillips going to, to Bournemouth, lads. I think it's a disgrace. Now, it's a great scout for the championship and for, um, for Bournemouth, but, like, like there was talks that he was going to go to West Ham for thirty million. There was there was legit talks Newcastle wanted him. I think it's a bad move. I really do. And look, they're obviously a club that's that, that are fighting for that Premier League spot. But I'm absolutely shocked. Yeah. Absolutely shocked that Nat Phillips has joined a Championship team. And I'm not being biased because I'm a Liverpool fan, lads. He has been outstanding in the Liverpool colours. He's definitely a Premier League bound player. Like, and I'm just shocked. Yeah. Shocked. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully, I suppose Liverpool will hope he'll get some experience, come back to them next season, yeah, with a bit more experience and and see what happens then. Um, Sheffield United have signed um good the centre back or the defender rather from Brentford, yeah, um he comes into Sheffield United. Uh, Diaby has joined Preston, who we know the former Barnsley player was banned last season after he failed the drugs test. He's, Preston he has, don't he seem hasn't, to... he hasn't played football since two thousand nineteen. Yeah, when he was banned for taking drugs. Preston yeah. liked the controversial signings, don't they? They do, yeah. Chad Evans as well. Chad Evans as well. And they were going to basically hasn't played for two years because of a doping ban. So they'll probably sign Mason Greenwood in three years' time. That's it. Um, Andurin and Blackman both joined Huddersfield. Uh, Peter Brav signed a defender in Coulson. And after Snooga left Luton, they had to bring in a goalkeeper and Steer comes into them. That's more or less been it. Yeah, there's nothing. It's very quiet. Uh, obviously, there's still a few hours to go. A lot of loan deals can still happen. Um, also, there can be free transfers can still be made even after the deadline. I know there was a, uh, I know Jeff Wilshere's out with Arsenal in Dubai at the minute, and there's a lot of talk of a few championship clubs looking to sign him. Yeah. But that can only be done after the deadline because free transfers um, don't count. They can be still done up to, I don't know, yeah. a week or two weeks after the transfer deadline. So. Yeah. We'll wait and see what happens there. Uh, suppose we might as well crack on. There's not much other news going on in the championship. Uh, and start with some of the games. Do you want to go in kind of reverse order of how we did them? Or do you want to go in the way we had them? Do you want to start with yesterday's games? Or yeah. we start on Friday night? Start with yesterday. Start with yesterday. Might as well start with the comeback then. Yeah. Uh, Birmingham City and Derby County at home. 2-2. Really, really late equaliser for Derby. Uh, Bielik, who obviously had been out for a while with an injury. Yeah. Um, good to have him back in the middle because he's been very, very good for them. Yeah. 
fantastic. And like credit to Ray Rooney, lads. I think I was one of the first to write him off when he became a manager at Derby. The man's a legend. You know, he apparently he turned on the Everton job. Um, you know, he's pumping his own money into the club. Um, incredible. And I like I'd love to see Derby stay up. I hate saying it because of what happened to Wickham last year, but I really like to see Derby stay up. I really would because you know it's it's a proper um it's a proper fighting story, like you know, to stay up in this championship. Um, yeah, and the guy who scored Flanger is actually linked with Palace at the moment. He could yeah, leave. Yeah. He could leave. Luke Flanger, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Derby actually weren't good in this either for a lot of the game. Birmingham actually. Sure. Birmingham should have won the match. They yeah. really should have. Yeah. Late goals. They've got to stay focused for the full game, though. They yeah. didn't. Yeah. Uh, but a nice story for Christian Bailey coming back. Yeah. They really missed him last season when he got injured when he'd done ACL. Uh, out for a year with an ACL injury, comes off the bench, his first appearance in a year, and he gets the equaliser in the six minutes of stoppage time. Yes, this is a great story, and it's nice to see as well. Um, yeah. um, I know you're saying you'd like to see Derby stay up, but they look pretty doomed, to be honest. Yeah, yeah um, they lose two or three players now before the causes as well. Um, the only thing that's kind of going for them at the minute is how bad Reading are. Yeah, they're shocking. Yeah. They've even lost Andy Carroll now, and I'll tell you something. Yeah. Andy's had gone to West Brom, but like it's uh, yeah, they're really bad. Yeah. Really, really bad. Really bad, yeah. And Birmingham, I don't know. They're you're just not playing very well either at the minute. Not but they're they have enough of a gap, thirteen points over Peterborough. So there's a call to get the manager sacked the other day. Um yeah, they're kind of going nowhere the last few weeks, up and down too much. Um, that's the way it is. Move on to the other game yesterday. Kind of a surprise. Yeah. Um, only the third win of the season for Cardiff. Is this their first win in a long time as well? Yeah. They haven't won. They've only won three three games all season. Is Jordan Hogel on loan or did they buy him? Hogel came in, I think. I think they signed him. Okay. Um, didn't take him long to score, did it? Yeah, six minutes. Um, yeah, you can't ask for a better debut than that. Um, yeah, Forest were on such a good run. It was kind of this result came out of nowhere. But that always happens. I think. I think it helps a team as well, though. If you lose, it makes you hungrier the next week or next week. Um, I hope so. But Cardiff were very, very good yesterday as well. Yeah. Um, and having the full, full crowd back, having the crowd back, and everything was great for them because obviously. We had lockdown issues in Wales that were slightly different. So, yeah, yeah. Um, for Cardiff, that's the crowd back again. They're going through a bad process, though. I think you know what I mean. Since they sacked Mick, um, and you know what I mean, they've kind of been all over the shop. But it's um, it's great to see them get a win. You know what I mean? I'd be I'd be really shocked if they got relegated. But like, as you say, like um, like Jordan Huggle, he looks like a proper number nine. You know what I mean? Yeah. Max Waters was decent. Yeah. Like, uh, Thomas Doyle yeah, it feels pretty good as well but yeah they need to really peg it up like, you know what I mean um, otherwise they're in big trouble like Hogel is a great championship player I, I reckon if he doesn't score 10 goals I'd be shocked this... well, that's it and it's it's a kind of player they need because like we said there's talk of Kiefer Moore leaving yeah yeah uh, so we have to go He'd want to go. That's the thing. Like, if, if he gets a decent offer he's gone like, he's going to tell him he was supposed to go to Wolves last year yeah and yeah. there. Yeah, you'll have to we'll have to wait and see. But yeah, Nottingham Forest had a chance to pick up points. They'll probably feel points dropped yesterday in the in the race to try and get up, but 
wait and see. Um, the one team that are we were just talking about earlier with the signings, we might as well go to their game on Saturday. Not the most convincing win of all time. No, it wasn't a great game. It was not good. It was hard, hard to watch. Um, Barnsley, you, and I think if you don't beat anyone, doesn't beat them this season. They're so poor. Yeah, yeah it's a shame. Yeah. So I mean, they are, they are the worst team by a distance in the league this season. Yeah, I don't know what it is. There's, I, I just have no idea about this. And they're third uh, manager as well. <laughs> yeah, it's, you know. Um, billing with the goal, Gary Cahill sent off. No arguments on the sending off. Two yellow cards, I mean. No. Definitely. He probably yeah. definitely deserved to go, but he's going to be suspended now for next month. Um, yeah, I mean, they're not scoring goals as far as this problem, really, isn't it? Yeah. And I don't see where any of them come from. Like, That's the problem. Eight goals in 12 home games this season. Yeah, shocking. Frightening. Frightening. Yeah. And I mean, their manager as well. Their manager at the moment is not equipped for the English English game. I think they should have went for like yeah, and Neil Harris there or someone like that. That's who they should have brought in. But if you look at the squad as well, the squad's so different to last season. Like you know what I mean. You look at yeah. the names there, like you know what I mean. Like Devante Cole, like oh, I hope he kicks on. You know what I mean. But like yeah. Adam Callum Styles there, like in lights of um. I think Bradley Collins and Wally, you know what I mean? There's just very few names from the squad of last year, you know what I mean? They um they really almost had it all, like you know what I mean? They almost got to the Premier League and then you see what happens in this season. Like it's football at its finest, like it's the definition of how tough it is, like you know, when you don't go up and you know what I mean? It's it's tough. I'd say the Barnsley fans don't know what's going on, you know what I mean? It's really, really frightening. It reminds me of Cox City winning the winning the league and then within two, three years in back in but, division one. But the way they're so, playing at the moment, if they go down, I fear they might go down again. I mean, to William, he played and Matty Wolf. League debuts for the two of them. Yeah. Um, he brought on another youngster as well, didn't he? Aiden Marsh came on as well. Yeah. Uh, so, three players who were basically making league debuts for Barnsley as well in the game against Bournemouth yeah. because they haven't signed anyone yet. Uh, they certainly don't look like they're going to sign anyone in the next two and a bit hours, whatever's left of transfer window. I thought, they, I thought they were buying one player, right? But I can't remember his name. Yeah, I don't know. It, it, nothing's gone through yet today, anyway. So, see, yeah, I mean, Dale Dyke. Dale Dyke was the difference last year, as you know what I mean. Um, do you know what I mean? Yeah. I know he's at West Brown now, I think, you know, but like, I think he had nine goals in 20 games or something. Like, he, he was. He's him obviously followed back to West Brom, do you know what I mean? But like, him and Moat were superb last season. Yeah. Lose them both. Yeah. Time to lose the manager as well. Yeah, exactly. Wasn't great. Move on to uh, kind of a surprising draw this one. Fulham have stopped scoring goals as well. Yeah. Um, the, the thing about this game as well is there was a sad incident because a fan died um, yeah. during the match. Yeah. Um, we've uh, talked about this already. Parrish, we've talked about it a lot of times. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, they announced after the game didn't it, that their supporter, Paul Parrish, had a heart attack at the, the game and passed away in hospital. Yeah. So very, very sad uh, when that happens. Yeah. Um, we talked about it a little bit the last time, Phil, I know, about that they stopped the game now, whereas they used to before. Yeah. Uh, 
and it, it must be tough for Fulham, but you know, they probably go on and dedicate the, the season to him yeah. at the end of it. Um, they had a chance to pull more, you know, more clear at the top. They didn't take it. Mitrovic with a goal, he hadn't scored in a few after scoring so many goals. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's what, how many goals has he got now this season? About 40 million? Yeah. He scored 26 um, when they went up the last time. I think he scored more than that already yeah, this yeah. season. Yeah. I think he's on 27 or 28 goals now for this season. Uh, yeah. Blackpool, though, keep picking up the odd point here and there to just keep them going in the table. Yeah. Great club. They're a great club. Blackpool, I love. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, I think they'll stay up, like, you know what I mean? I think they could be like another Coventry. We said last season when Coventry mm-hmm. were kind of getting the scalps and the wins. And if they go into next season, I'm fine, like, on a bit of decent form, they'll be there. Boats and Coventry have proved that to us. But yeah, Blackpool are brilliant, you know, great side. I think they belong in the championship. That's where they should stay, you know what I mean? Obviously, they've been in the Premier League, yeah. you know, some great years there, you know, but it's uh, it's great to see them back. And um, I'm just impressed. I'm, I'm going back to the Fulham game, like, and I know we're talking Fulham Blackpool, but like, uh, the man behind the middle bridge there, Fabio. Fabio yeah. Cavallo, he's he's heavily linked to Liverpool. He's he's been brilliant next to Harry Wilson, you know. coming into this game, they scored twenty two goals in January. Yeah. Um, Blackpool have scored twenty eight goals all season. Mm. So uh, I certainly wouldn't have picked a one all draw on this one, <laughs> but uh, the the run of six sevens, eights, whatever Fulham are knocking in there. Every few weeks have kind of calmed down the last couple of games, so yeah, but they're a club of money, Steve. Do you know what I mean? You'd expect them to go up, like you know what I mean? They really are. I think Park and I was probably kicking themselves, yeah. I mean, they're well top, well top of the league, at the minute. yeah. And their goal difference is ridiculous, yeah. The thing is, like, they, if they come up this time, I think they're well equipped to stay there. Uh, they yeah. might be, except their star striker can't score the goal in the Premier League, yeah. yeah. Third time lucky, I suppose, or fourth time lucky, whatever it is. But yeah, look, Fulham, Fulham look very good. Like I think Phil's onto something there. Like they do have a really young squad, um, but they really need to sort out their shit, like because they, they've lost Harvey Elliott on a free transfer to Liverpool. And he's an absolute worldly. Yeah. And as I say, look, uh, Fabio now is, is linked to Liverpool. Apparently, a deal's done, and they're going to lose him because if they don't take money from now, they're going to lose him at the end of the season on a free. So like, they really need to sign up their players on better contracts because they're losing some absolute worldies, you know. Um, what about you talked about them briefly as well before about Hull City and they had another one, yeah. Yeah, I was, I, I, I love Hull for the sake of Sean Malachlan. Like, we know Sean from his Cork City days, but Malachlan has been immense for Hull City. Um, I didn't like the way they sacked the manager and brought in the new manager, yeah, they got the two win. Um, yeah, and I know the players love him, the manager that went, you know what I mean? I think they, um, he's a proper kind of you know. English manager, like, you know, he's got everything about him, like, you know, he's been there, grassroots all the way up, and, you know, new owners, managers sacked, they brought in the guy, but look, they got a 2-0 win, um, and they play, they play quite well, I must say, and shout out to Sean Malachlan, you know, he's got player of the month two, two months in a row now, um, he's definitely going to get an Irish into international call soon, it's it's going to happen, he's been immense for Hull, and, yeah. you know, rightly so. Yeah. I thought it was very strange that they sacked him. Did you speak the two top Politics, lads. It was. However, um, so far, the lads came in as people probably remember when he scored ferocious from the goals to Rangers. Yeah. No, I remember. Um, 
he's been a really good manager in his career so far. Yeah. He's not like a guy that's coming in with no experience. He's been pretty successful where he's been. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, just there a second ago, just just to go off topic. Yeah. Kiefer Moore has signed for Bournemouth. That is done. No, that's done now. So yeah, so that's why they needed to bring in Google. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Bournemouth really, really going through it, it would seem this season. Yeah. yeah. Um I said it before and I will say it again. I fear for Swansea. Yeah. Yeah. And they seem lucky. I don't rate Russell Martin as a manager. No. He did well in the Scotland. That was about it. I think he's struggling with the Swansea team since he took over. Kind of have them play the way he wants them to play. Yeah. They're not scoring goals at all. Hull now are level on points with them. Okay, they're 12 points clear of their drop zone. That can be made up very quickly, as we know in this league. You know, one team could win three games in a week and suddenly you're only three points clear of the drop zone. Yeah, I know. Yeah. 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 Um, to see I, I do. It would be a shame to see that club get relegated. I don't think they will, but something needs to change because they're not playing well at all. They're still probably going to pick up enough points here and there. Um, like if they can't keep going the way they were going in that first 15 minutes where they're 20 minutes, where they're 2 and 11 after 20 minutes. Yeah. And we're just yeah. terrible. Yeah. And then they have a load of shots that are just awful. Like they just don't look like they're ever going to score. Um, you know, they did hit the woodwork in this one. Um, you know, Michael Obafemi, who we know as well, hasn't worked there at all. He's He's a guy that really needed something to start scoring goals at the championship level. He looks okay. Uh, you worry about a lot Do you think, like, obviously, look, he broke onto the scene. Um, do you know what I mean? Or Southampton, you know, Irish international. It just seemed like Stephen Kenny didn't pick him in for the Irish seniors. He kind of, you know, he went kind of backwards. And yeah. it's like he's had to lose in a different form. It's similar to Aaron Connolly, if you ask me. Yeah. Two players that had bundles of potential. No, two different players. Colleagues have to score goals. Like, but mm-hmm. yeah, I'm just a bit surprised he's not hit the mark, really. Like, you know? Yeah. I like Conley started, I think, three games in a row for Borough and he hasn't scored. I don't think he starts Borough's next game. I don't think he's been great either since he's been there. next game, no. But they're playing Manchester United, so yeah. Well, he might start in that one. <laughs> but, uh, I don't think he starts the next game they'll care about, which will be the yeah. league now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, so. yeah. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. I don't know what it is. They've got to do something though. But Hull, Hull climbing up now. They level on points and goal difference now with Swansea. Three, they have to three wins the game. Yeah, three wins in a row. Yeah, three wins in a row for the new one. The new owner has a one hundred percent record now, so yeah, yeah. they should be. Um, there's always going to be a nil-all draw somewhere along the line, and it was at Luton. We know Luton are so hard to beat at home. Yeah, wasn't great. Not, no, not, wasn't not much happened. Um, with Brehard and Diaz off on international duty, they always struggle to score goals anyway this yeah. season. Yeah, that would um, be funny if they, go, if they get promoted to the Premier League by fluke in the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, what's going to happen if they're going to be dr- losing 4-5 nil every game? Cameron Jerome probably should have scored. He hit the post. Yeah. Luton. Um, they could have won it easily, Luton. Yeah. Um, Luton are in a decent position. They're tenth few games in hand over teams above them. They could really push for that playoffs as well. Yeah, definitely. Um, they're only six points off top six. 
they played very well in the second half. Um, they didn't create a lot. Blackburn didn't create a lot. It was kind of a game that kind of did nothing at the end of the day. I don't think Blackburn have ever beaten Luton at Kenilworth Road. So it's probably not, not surprising that they didn't either this time. Well, it's so yeah. close, really. Like when you look at them, I suppose Fulham are kind of walking away, even though they're not. Like, I think it's five points. Yeah. But, but like between two and two and five, like there's, I think there's not that. There's ten points. QPR are fifty-one points. I think so. Like it's it's been an incredible season. I think all our predictions. I think we predicted obviously Fulham and Bournemouth to be there about. So you know what I mean. But like, yeah, I just think Luton, Luton yeah. really can push on. I believe the second half of the season they're really going to push on. I just have a gut feeling that they they might make that playoff. Yeah. Huddersfield have surprised me. Um, Forest are kind of on the up, but I, I generally believe, Steve, when you said Luton pushing for that playoff, I, I believe it can happen, definitely. Yeah, it could easy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, good at home. Nine, nine draws, 10 wins, I think. Um, so, you know I mean, yeah. I know they've lost probably six or eight games or seven games, but I like. They've been very close if they lost. They never lost. They have, they've never been hammered, like, and that's the thing. And they're a hard team to beat, like, when you hear Luton, like, you're like, gee, you know, you know, you have a tough game, like, you know what I mean? They're like Millwall, but they score goals, like, you know? Yeah. But that manager just seems to click with that club as well. He really has. He really has. Uh, and two other teams are pushing for promotion, played each other as well on Saturday. Middlesbrough coming out one the winners over Coventry. This, this wasn't very good. Awful conditions. I mean, let's be honest. The wind. If there's one thing that'll ruin any sport that's played outdoors, it's high winds. Yeah. And the wind was knocking. I think O'Hara had their best chance as well. Did McFadden hit the post? Was it the bar? Um, it was off the bar, wasn't it? He smashed the volley, nearly broke crossbar. Um, Paddy McNair had a chance. Uh, Burrido eventually did score. Um, I'll take it. Big win for them. They move into. He's grinding results out of that club. Yeah. Um, and again, unlucky for Coventry. Like Coventry are floating in and around the. Playoffs as well, and um, you know, points ahead of Luton, yeah. only five points off the playoffs at the minute. And uh, that was a chance though for Coventry if they got something there to to push on yeah. ahead of Middlesbrough had they won it. So I think I don't think Coventry would be too disappointed because they've had a great season, wonderful season. I mean, but now is when they've got to decide do they want to kick on or not kick on, uh, and we'll wait and see what they do. Um, another surprising result there was a few of them at the weekend was uh, one your dad will hate Phil Millwall yeah. 2 yeah. was Brom nil. I think what this one is the manager was booed off the pitch as well like I think they were throwing stuff at him and everything uh, yeah like anti-football I've seen all this kind of post about anti-football anti just not playing well um, yeah like and it doesn't help that they signed Andy Carroll that they want to try and play long ball like that's that seeks desperation to me. It is. Um, obviously, they brought in Andy Carroll. We talked earlier about Daryl Dyke and what he did for Barnsley last season. Dyke's out for two months. Yeah. Um, and he didn't get one running either. He hasn't played well when he's been on. No. Um, Benny Kofobi, good goal. Yeah. Um, Mason Bennett, obviously, got one as well from the Scott Malone free kick. Uh, a good win for Millwall at home, but West Brom are going to be. Um, West Brom are in danger now of falling out of the playoffs and not getting back in. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they've played 29 games. There's a group of teams, Coventry and Luton, who are on 27 games. Sheffield United have only played 26 games. 
um, and are only six points behind them with three games in hand. Mm-hmm. I know you have to win those games in hand, but like I said, teams start winning their games in hand. West Brom slip over that playoff position very quickly. Like, what's their record? I'd love to know their their record in the last ten games. Ferocious amount of draws and defeats, anyway. I'm gonna look it up. West Brom record. Yeah, they're probably winning one out of every three, losing the other one. In the last five games, they've won one game. Yeah. Um. Crazy. Yeah. So. It's, uh, yeah. It's gonna be like I don't know. They're probably gonna stick with the manager. I imagine at this stage. I would have thought they would have done a. He would have got sacked, and then he would have went to Barnsley again. Yeah, well, I would have thought he would have been sacked by now if they were going to get rid of him. Um, yeah. If he slips out the playoffs. Yeah. Um, just we don't know what kind of contract he's after signing, how much money is. It might be not that easy to get rid of him. That's it. I don't know. Um, which, is, which is the way it'll go. But yeah, the fans really don't like the style of football. What about your dad? He's not a fan of the way they're playing football. He's like, they can't even score. Oh. Uh, that's a big, big problem. It is when you look at Bournemouth and you look at Fulham, who'd be the other two that should probably go up automatically as well. And they, they, did, did, struggle. they did struggle to be Peterborough. I know they got three goals, but they did struggle against them. Took them a while to get a few of them, yeah. So, yeah, it's not been great. Not been great at all. Um, Preston, a very, very, very late equaliser at yep. home. Bristol City. Uh, Reese Jacobs in five minutes and stoppage time. Essentially, last kick of the game. Um, I know Semenyo, who we've talked about before. Great game for Bristol. Yeah. Yeah. Um, two teams that are basically going nowhere. Yeah, they're just going to finish yeah. like in the mid tables. They're not. I mean, you look at Preston; they're eight points off the playoffs. You think they could push for it, but we know they won't. Yeah. Yeah, they haven't been the Preston of the old Preston. No. Like you know what I mean? They uh. You think, yeah, you think whatever it is, 18 games to go, Preston could put a run together and just make the playoffs, but we know that that's not going to happen. No, they have a decent squad as well. Like, you know what I mean? When I look at the squad, like, you know what I mean? I know, like, uh, Van, 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 Vandenberg is brilliant, and then you have like, um, Andrew Hughes, like Gregory Cunningham, yeah, the Irish like, you know what I mean? And like Adam Brown, you know, Maguire still there, I think he's injured at the moment, but like. They really do have a good squad, like you know what I mean. It's not, it's not the worst squad. It's kind of a lot better to last year's squad, you know what I mean. But uh, the top yeah. heavy though. Yeah. They have about fifteen strikers at the club. Yeah. yeah. Cameron actually, I know, is I think he's definitely one for the future, like. But um. Yeah. They've like, just you know, signed so many strikers. They're still at the club. Just Ch- there. Sinclair. Yeah. Like. I think so. Yeah. Okay. I think he's still there. Yeah. 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 No, I just yeah. I can't really hear of him like you. Usually, well, he was on the bench. He was on the bench, but like, sure, obviously, uh, Jack Jack was saying is he's pushing him out. Like you know, he had two good goals. Like you know what I mean. Adam Brown playing behind the boys, they're frustrating. And I always go back to the to the link, you know. But they're they're um they have a good squad and like um they just need to step it up. Like, you know who's saying that? Look, you know if, if they if they get a seventh, if they can finish seventh in the ten, no, it'll be brilliant for them. But like you know what I mean, they really need to start getting the results so pushing on. Like they have to win, you know, four or five in a row, and then we'll start believing. Like you know, but yeah. I just don't seem capable of that. What about Bristol City this season? How many times have they left in late goals? Yeah. If they, didn't, if they didn't have Wyman, I think they'd be relegated. Yeah, but it's on top of that. It's this, they conceded again stoppage. They must have conceded 15 stoppage time goals this season. 
They just don't seem capable of seeing out a match. Yeah, I think the players are too young. I think that's the reason. Yeah. No, I don't know what it is, but it's... No, but he, plays a lot of, he plays a lot of young players. He does. He yeah. does. Um, O'Dowda missed a great chance. Yeah. He scored well. yeah. To be fair, it was on his left foot, which is uh, not his strong foot, but... Uh, they should have... Yeah. It's, it's a completely different season to last season, like, you know what I mean? Like, you look at them... Um, I suppose from what is it from? I suppose nineteenth to twenty fourth. So the teams are 20, 21, 22nd, 23rd, and twenty fourth. So Cardiff are twentieth. They're on twenty six points. Whole city are on. They're nineteenth. They're on thirty two. Like you have, you know what I mean? Almost six teams and a run against for battle. You know, you know, and like anyone above them could be 10, 12 points ahead. So there's a huge difference at the end of that table. Like you know what I mean? Yeah, crazy. It is mental the way it's going on, right? Um, yeah. But yeah, Preston, hopefully, they're, they're hoping Archer is going to score a lot of goals from. We'll wait and see, I suppose. Yeah. Um, he didn't on his debut, so we'll see. Moving on then to um, to Pierre against Reading. Uh, two teams definitely going in opposite directions. How was the, how was this manager not sacked? It, it baffles me. 4-0 uh, to Pierre, and we'll talk about the goals in that in a minute. Um. Reading have now left in 20 goals in January, which is the first time they've done that since September 1930. Yeah. Um, I mean, they've had, their, they've had their worst month in terms of letting in goals in 92 years. Yeah, and the thing is, if they keep playing like this, they will go down. Yeah. I mean, you know, Lucas I know he got a goal the other week that was important for him. Well, it wasn't because they ended up losing the match anyway. Yeah. Well, he's not scoring goals for them. Um, Puskas isn't scoring enough goals from, and they keep leaving in three, four goals a game. I know it's horrible, yeah. Um, and they are the hope I would have if I was a Derby County fan is how bad Reading are that it is possible to catch Reading. Yeah, I agree. And Derby are picking up points, there and that's the thing. Yeah, um, Landon Dyke got two goals. I think he hadn't scored since October or something. Maybe even longer than that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's um championship. Right? What 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 can we say? You know, it's it's mad, you know. But I I fancy, I really do fancy um QPR to go up. I really do. Yeah, no, I think playoffs definitely. Yeah, Blackburn have been brilliant, but like QPR, been they've been really good to watch. They're similar clubs, like you know what I mean. They've they kept it going all season, like you know what I mean. And they do have a great squad. Yeah. The QPR could the team if they go up to the Premier League. They'll um they might stay up, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, Jimmy Donnell has been immense, you know. We know Jimmy Donnell, like you know, the the whole Irish connection has been brilliant, like you know what I mean? But like uh like we're locked there, like even David Marshall on goal, still doing it, like you know what I mean? He must be close to fuck, you know, like you know. Yeah, he did make a great save to stop writing scoring, all right. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, like I said, Chris to assists again. He's got a lot of assists in the last few weeks. Yeah, yeah. Good squad, but yeah, I think I think we all thought the start of the season QPR could do something. A nice squad and a very experienced manager as well. Um, like you said, I don't know what's going on at Reading. Why, why the manager's still there is baffles me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because they've just been awful. If they lose heavily in there, like when they lost a the kid a minister, like you knew they were in trouble. Yeah, and I mean that's you know a lot of trouble. Yeah. Um, the evening game then on Saturday. I don't know if you got a chance to watch it. 
Sheffield United beating Peterborough 2-0. Obviously, Peterborough so good at home usually and like they're just the worst away team in the world. But if they start losing their home games, we talked about it before, if Peterborough start losing at home, they're doomed. Like, But Sheffield, Sheffield United on a good run. Well, points off top four, like you know, very good squad. There's like they're not a sure really. They like I think they're what is it, twelfth, eleventh in the table. They should really be done there. Like you know what I mean? They have a good um, great very team. good squad. Yeah. I mean, like a very good squad. Um, you know what I mean? It's 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 it baffles me. You know, like it must take a lot of the players when they're relegated. Like you know what I mean to be back in a championship. You know what I mean? It's obviously a lot to adjust that. Like but. Brewster is obviously kind of on the on the up again. You know he's got a couple of goals this season. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. The fact they have Conor Horry in there, Sheffield tonight is brilliant. Like you know what I mean. And you know, Jack Jack Robinson, who I remember from Liverpool days, like he's done really well. He's really upped his game. Like John Egan is there, but um, there's talks that they're like I know my, it's I know we're in the midst of the chance for winter. Like there's talks now that um. That Nico Williams is supposed to go to Bournemouth. Oh, but now he's going to go to Sheffield United. So look, if they can get Nico Williams, he'll he'll he'll, he'll get a lot of goals for them. Like you know, yeah. um, he'll push that promotion charge. You know, but I suppose we're uh, I think it's a three hours away from the winter closing. So look, if they can sign one or two players, Sheffield United unknown, being one Nico Williams, you know what I mean? They'll be brilliant. I think it they looks can like really... there's a transfer in the, in the championship. It looks like Tom Ince might be going to Reading. Yeah. I've seen that as well. Yeah, but like yeah. Sheffield United should be a lot better. Lads, you know what I mean? Billy Sharp up front, you know, he's a club legend. The problem is, it's not exactly has been their issue this season. Brewster's scored one or two goals lately, but he's not scoring goals for them, really, regular enough. They're still relying on Billy Sharp, who I think turns 36 in two weeks' time. He's over yeah. 100 goals tied on for the club. And David McGoldrick, they're still relying on. Yeah. You know, yeah. good players, but I mean, they are like the wrong side of 35. Yeah, the Brewster situation is bizarre, lads. Yeah. So, I mean, he, he was guaranteed to be a success. I think he's looking at him on Wikipedia there, like he's had 41 league games for Sheffield United. He's only got three goals. Yeah, uh, you know, Swansea, 20 goals, 10 games. And I know that was he was very close to joining Swansea. Yeah, yeah. those are just a club or what, like you know what I mean? But yeah, it's it's uh, they paid a, they paid a few quid for him as well. I think they paid 20 odd million for him, like you know what I mean? So and he is still young. He still has time to learn. We saw what happened with Solanke. Yeah. Solanke did nothing for a few seasons and suddenly started scoring goals. And he's been yeah. a lot better the last few seasons. Yeah. So we'll wait and see. But yeah, Billy Sharp took the goal well. Um. And then after that, I mean, the second goal, the less said about that, the better. It was um. Not not a wonderful one. Martin's own goal. Um. I don't know what he was doing. To be honest with you. Um, it seems like he could just stop the ball and clear it. I don't know why he decided he had to kick it into his own net. But Yeah. <laughs> Frank Sinclair then. Yeah, pretty much. I know he was a bit closer than some of Frank Sinclair's beauties, but... Um, all right, so on to the Friday night game. Um, a few talking points, though, on this one. Jacob Brown got the goal for Stoke. Yeah. Um, and Karuma got the goal for Huddersfield. But should he have been on the pitch when he scored a goal? Yeah, he probably should have been sent off or he's... <laughs> Um, He wasn't even booked. Yeah. It's usually a red card, especially these days, when you go studs up into somebody's knee. Yeah, like, yeah. If that was Premier League, they'd have VR and he'd be gone. And 
Barney probably be on his way to prison, I'd say. Yeah. It was a horrific tattle. I don't know how he got away with it. Yeah. And then, as always tends to happen, he gets away with a bad tattle, and of course, he goes on then and scores a goal a few minutes later. Yeah. Um, it, it was be. a strange one. Yeah. Uh, not a great game. Still oh, probably deserved to win it at the end of the day as well. They had the better chances, really. Yeah. Huddersfield are not a surprise package. Uh, yeah, they're six. Yeah. Like we tipped them to go down, I think at the start. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Just well, no, they're yeah. uh, they have been good all season. Stoke have been hot and cold, but like um, I guess Steve said they definitely deserve to win the game. They've had more shots, you know. I think possession they had 58 percent of the possession. Um, a lot of passes in the game too, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Michael O'Neill had a go at the officials after the game because one. Like we said, people should watch that challenge if they haven't seen it. It's not good. Mm. I mean, it was a straight leg, knee it's high. A, it's a career ender. Yeah, it's it's a straight leg carried. Whether even if you got the ball, the fact that your studs in that high, yeah, is is dangerous. Then he scores a goal. On top of that, Tyrese Campbell was fouled in the box. That yeah. probably should have been a penalty. I think so. Yeah. And Lewis O'Brien brought down Jacob Brown. That probably also should have been a penalty. Yeah, you could so see. So Stoke it. could have had two penalties, and then the guy that does score the goal for Huddersfield probably shouldn't have been on the pitch. And um, was it a case though? Do you think that it was Friday night? It was on TV. It was a challenge early enough in the match that the ref just thought, "I'm not going to send him off this early and ruin the game in yeah. front of the TV cameras." Yeah, that, that's it. Um. They get away a lot more in the championship. But I do miss yeah, the more yeah. the, the yeah. There was players going like the left legs will catch it, you know what I mean? It's it's um it's it's more a game about speed now these days, you know. Um and obviously look, you missed the challenges, like, you know what I mean? Back in as you remember, you know, the nineties and stuff, there were some great challenges, put in some great balls, one or don't get me wrong, there's a lot of dirty play. Um, a lot of players ended, you know, but I think um you can't take the physicality out of a game, do you know what I mean? I think players should not be afraid to win for a you know a good challenge and win the ball. Like no, don't get me wrong, Ver will always kinda of prove them right in the end. But it's uh yeah, you know what I mean? A lot of players just want to pass the ball and get rid of it these days, you know what I mean? And hope for the best where you always had a crunch and tackle in, in the early Premier League era and it was it was brilliant yeah. to see it. Yeah. Well well this this tackle, if you get a chance to watch it. This would have been a red card in the seventies. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was it was yeah. horrific. Is it that way? Too less bad, is it? <laughs> it? It's 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 up there with that kind of tattle. It's stunned first into somebody's knee. Oh, I you always love that. Him. I love that Graham Sudesk tackle because he just looks. He thinks he's fouled. <laughs> yeah, he just jumped on the guy basically. Um, yeah, I don't know how the officials missed it. I yeah. mean, the only thing I can think of is none of them saw the tattle. Yeah. yeah. Uh, because it's it's awful. Like you said, Phil, it's a career ender. Yeah, it is. If yeah, the guy's yeah. leg stays planted, I mean that that destroys his knee. His knee's in bits from that kind of a tattle. Yeah. Um yeah, it's pretty awful. Um, not to mention uh, the guy he took on, Harwood Bellis is the guy he tattled, is on loan from Manchester City. So I'd say Man City wouldn't have been too happy with that kind of a challenge either. Yeah, it's I don't know. I mean, they got to see it. It, it was a bad chance. I've seen the highlights, so to be fair, the clip popped up on Twitter, you know. But it's, uh, you know, that that is off the ball, I suppose, a bit like. But uh, you know what I mean? You, you, I do miss the physicality of a game, you know. 
I really yeah. do. No, oh, yeah, I know you do. Well, I do. I like the challenges that go in and the things down there, but that was dangerous. That was high. It was dangerous. And I don't know how he stayed on the pitch. And then he scores the goal. And, yeah. you know, like they say, these things always even out as the season goes on. So Stoke might get a, a dodgy last-minute penalty to get a winner somewhere else later on the season. Yeah. So uh, we'll wait and see. Just before That's we go it, there, yeah. go as well. Uh, Sirky Dembele has completed his move to Bournemouth. So another forward is joining Another up. forward is joining up. Do they need that many play forward players? They already probably have Slanky and they already have Kiefer Moore now as well. Yeah, uh, probably not. Uh, maybe they just want to outdo Preston. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Preston can have 15 strikers, we can have 16. But there's not many. <laughs> But there's not many uh, games at the weekend. I think FA Cup is on. Uh, FA Cup, there's a few games as the week goes on. A couple of the games in hand are going to be done away with. I think Preston played twice this week. And uh, a few others. Might as well briefly just go through, call them out tomorrow. Um, as this goes out, it might actually be today, if you're listening to it, um, this mm-hmm. evening. Millwall home to Preston. Uh, I don't know. It could be oh, a good one. Oh. Uh, Swansea against Luton. It could be, I suppose. Um, a good win for Cardiff at the weekend. Now they go away to the worst team in the league, Barnsley. So probably end up losing that after the good win at the weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Field against Derby it really doesn't get any easier for Derby County, does it? No. Um, away to an informed Huddersfield team. Friday night football is Birmingham City against Sheffield United. That could be a good one. Yeah. Um, and Middlesbrough then play in Manchester United. That's it. That's it. Um, so, like I said, FA Cup, but there are three games on the weekend Blackpool host Bristol City, Huller playing Preston, and the evening kickoff is Swansea and Blackburn Rovers. So, it's uh, always good to watch Blackburn play, I think. Yeah. With Swansea. So, that'll be a good one to watch on Saturday evening, which I assume will be the game that's on Sky because Sky don't show the FA Cup. So we'll get to see some of those games as the week goes on. That's about it. We will leave it there. There's probably going to be more transfer news as the night goes on. And uh, we'll come back next week after all those midweek and, and uh, Saturday games. And we'll go through all of them next week. And we will have a final look at all the players that come in, how well they did before we kick on the following week into a whole load of games coming up the week after that, um, both midweek and at the weekend. So thanks, everyone, for listening. And we will talk to you again soon. Thanks, guys.